0: welcome to the bend i am your host rebecca warner aka beck today's show we have the outdoor news that makes you smile spotlight youth making the most of their first rifle hunts talk about a trend that all of us can get on board with have you considered assembling your own diy charcuterie board sean mccoy from mickey's mustard joins me Plus, we have updates direct again from the Bend field staff, and we are covering everything all over the board, just like last week. Remember, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas, get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363, or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff, Tigger, Earhart, you're sorry. right there. You are taking a big swan. swig of coffee, weren't you? I
1: was, I was drinking in the <laughs> middle of my introduction, sorry.
0: Tigger, you might remember this past fan we talked about on the show, Phyllis Pettiford from New Hampshire. She talked to us about a couple of shows back about squid jigging. Oh, yeah,
1: now I remember. We were sitting there going, there is something
0: but... that's like that. Right. Well, Phyllis, she's keeping us informed of what else is now going on. Squid which... gigging. <laughs> gigging <laughs> Not squid. quite, but she did remind us. <laughs> fall, me. mushroom hunting season is back on. We talked about it in the spring. Right. Well, this fall is up and at it. And she sent me pictures of, they're the biggest mushrooms I've ever seen. What okay, are, What
1: are those wh- then the spring
0: we're hunting for morales, and I think depending on where you are in the country, those happen as well in the fall. There was but one where
1: I was at in Kansas, and I can't remember what
0: I time. want to talk about these mushrooms she sent me pictures of. They are huge. We're talking like as big as my head, okay? They're orange, bright like the fall, orange it's colors. The, it's called the pumpkin, and, honey. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so- gonna. I'm just I'm gonna sorry. ignore that one. You know what? We're not even going I'm I'm there.
1: I'm sorry. It was you just everybody. Come, you better come home with every, a pumpkin pie pretty soon. Everybody was thinking it. I'm sorry. I had to say it.
0: Well, there you have it. All right. Well, these here are called chicken of the woods mushrooms. They are big. They're orange, and they are found growing on dead oak and green ash trees. Kind of cool. I'll post some pictures on Facebook. Don't worry, everybody. Anyway, she Phyllis went on to let me know. They're great in soups, and she suggests using them really? in a brown maple sugar bacon chili.
1: Really? But you're not a... You're not a mushroom fan.
0: I'm not, but you know but what? this could this be legit. plant, or when you see something that looks that pretty in color and that big, you can't help but stop you and need, go, You need Whoa. to put this
1: on your Facebook pages because everybody right now is thinking that this is a joke you're playing on us. I'm and not. And you're going to put not. a picture of a jack-o'-lantern.
0: I'm not. Google chicken of okay. the woods okay. mushroom. Fine. <laughs> okay, next topic, by the way, we have our silent field staffer, Steve, out there. And, uh, you know, he wanted to let me know and chime in again on this week's episode to remind me and tease me with pictures of him out duck hunting on opener last weekend. And he limited out. Thanks for uh, making us all a little jealous there, Steve. And congrats. And by the way, waterfowl hunters out there, let us know, how's it going in your neck of the woods now that season is opening up? That sound means it's time for our spotlight segment. Youth season is here. I'm talking we're heading to Kansas for this one where 10 year old Ella Perkins made the most of her first Kansas buck hunt. After scouting and patterning the biggest buck on their farm with her father Cody Perkins for 40 days prior to the Kansas youth opener season and practicing her shooting with a 243 that most of her family has used over the years Ella was ready father and daughter spotted her trophy made the 100 plus yard stock in the 90 degree heat. I give her credit for that when they ran out of cover and the buck was still more than 200 yards away. Ella dropped to her knees and steadied the family rifle on her bipod Cody who, who said she appeared calm, asked her if she felt comfortable taking that kind of a shot at 200 yards. Ella said that she could do it and already was holding the scope's crosshairs on the vitals of her buck. Her aim was perfect. Ella at 10 years old harvested a trophy to boot. get this folks. the whitetail buck has been green scored at 208 and 6/8 inches with 26 yes. 26 scorable points
1: respect
0: no kidding congrats ella and you deserve to be a proud dad cody perkins Okay, another quick shout out to some other youth first-time deer hunters that I've heard about. Congrats to Ava Steiger on your first whitetail doe, making her guide and dad, Brad, and mom, Abby, very proud. And lastly, congrats to another youth hunter, Cambry Mose, using her great-great-grandpa's rifle to take her first doe. And a proud moment for her dad and guide as well, Mike, and her mom, Heidi. Way to go, gals. Ella, Ava, and Cambry on all of your successful hunts.
2: Sit back and enjoy the news.
0: We first head over the ocean again this week to England. Hannah Truscott, a British teenager from Derbyshire, England, caught a behemoth 96-pound catfish that was longer than she is tall. Hannah and her father, Paul, drove 100 miles that day to try their luck. Or
1: is this another one of your pumpkin mushroom type deals? Is this legit?
0: Shh. <laughs> her and her father they drove over a hundred miles that day to try their luck on white lakes in southeast england within minutes the teenager reeled in a wells catfish that tipped the scales at 96.4 pounds hannah was using a european style carp fishing rig called a withy pool rig by the way, Tigger, have you heard about that when You're the fisherman here.
1: Hold on, I'm busy looking up this catfish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she was using a bait called marine helibut pallets. The catfish was so massive that both Hannah and Paul had to hold it in order to even get a photo. Afterward, Hannah did release the fish. Congrats, Hannah. By the way, I looked into it. Wells catfish, also called sheetfish, are the largest freshwater fish in Europe.
1: I am I am concurring. I'm looking this up on Google as we speak. Did you know that in 2008, several Wells catfish were caught with human remains? That's how big these are, y'all, with human remains in their stomachs in Russia. I'm reading this verbatim. Uh, it isn't known whether they ate the bodies of the people <laughs> oh who had already gosh. died or if they actually killed them. This is incredible. They killed people. Uh, yeah, I,
0: I will never doubt you. So again, now we've just found ever. out an, about another lake monster. <laughs> Back in the United States, New Mexico, visiting the White Sands National Park in New Mexico, you may or may not have heard of the legendary ghost tracks. These ghostly oh. footprints would appear when the ground was wet. Enough at certain times of the year, then only to disappear again when the ground dried out. Confirmed by scientists in 2016 that these ghost tracks had been made by real people, it's just been confirmed now in 2021 that they are considered the earliest fossil footprints in North America dating back more than 21,000 to 23,000 years ago. According to published research co-author David Butos, one of the neat things is that you can see the mammoth prints from the mammal, the mammoth, in layers a meter above and below the human prints found, confirming the whole story. Earth both above and below the many of the footprints that they found at the site were radiocarbon dated to determine the age. The ghost tracks are considered the oldest firm evidence of humans anywhere in the America's several thousand years earlier than scientists once believed coming up next need a use for those harvested meats from last season we've got you covered stay where you are we'll be right back
2: howdy this is sean mccoy with mickey's mustard I want to simply say thank you, everyone, for ordering and supporting our family-owned business. If you haven't ordered any yet, give it a try. com. M-I-C-K-E-Y-S, Mustard.com. More than just a mustard, made in Texas and fat free to boot. Mickey's Mustard. Thanks, y'all.
1: Hey, thanks for calling in, Sean. Crew,
3: it's really good. You've had that hunting or fishing adventure of a lifetime? Now preserve that memory with an actual piece of art. For over 20 years, Schneider Taxidermy in Helena, Montana has provided superior service and a commitment for excellence to customers all across the United States. Schneider Taxidermy believes in only delivering the highest caliber of quality matched with courteous and professional service. Whether a custom-designed piece or a shoulder mount, Schneider Taxidermy is award-winning and known for their exceptional turnaround. Skilled in all aspects of taxidermy, they have the knowledge and the experience. Having seen everything from North American to African exotics, from king salmon to bighorn sheep to elk, red stags, black bucks, mountain lions, and grizzlies, visit SchneiderTaxidermy.com to view their award-winning works of art and start making that once-in-a-lifetime memory truly a work of art. We're the customers always first at Schneider Taxidermy.
0: As I mentioned before the break, maybe you need a use for those harvested meats from last season, or maybe you have seen those fancy plates of meats, cheeses, a few grapes or dried fruit, maybe enjoyed with a glass of wine. Okay. I went to Sean McCoy today because I've been seeing a lot of it on my Pinterest boards to even on Facebook, social media, people talking about charcuterie boards. And I thought, who better than to bring the Mickey's mustard founder, Sean McCoy on to talk charcuterie boards with me. Because if I'm right, Sean, you're kind of all over this. This is something you've, you've done yourself, isn't it?
2: We have. Yes. It's uh, I mean, long before everybody just started, it was a big thing, you know, Uh, this, the charcuterie board, it was kind of like, Hey, let's cut some cheese up and, and some, uh, some sausage and, and throw the mustard out there and maybe some olives and, and, you know, cauliflower or whatever, and just dip it in the mustard. And that's, I mean, that was long before everybody started calling it the charcuterie board. It was uh, a. <laughs> it, it was kind of a junky... buffet,
0: right? It was kind of like pull out whatever's in your fridge and freezer and and throw it on a pretty board and maybe put a little fruits and nuts on it and and serve yeah. it. I thought it was just you know a usual something you you had laying around a normal cheese tray. But who would have thought there's a fancy name for it, charcuterie. By the way, did I say that right, Sean?
2: Yes, charcuterie, yes.
0: (laughs) And just folks, so you know, you're sitting here laughing going, okay, they keep talking about charcuterie. What in the world is that? Um, A charcuterie is a board that is pretty much, would you say, a mixture of preserved meats with cheeses that pair really well with the meats. And then maybe you might throw on some... Some fruit, maybe some grapes or or nuts. Or guys, I'm telling you about this so that you can surprise your wives. There's or girlfriends. There's a reason why I'm bringing this up because <laughs> all of you guys that have been going out there hunting, fishing, trying to get extra time away to go do those, this might smooth things over at home.
2: Absolutely, and you're able to share maybe some of the uh, some of the fruits of your labor, so to speak, uh, with uh, some summer sausage or or jerky in that, in that likes, you know,
0: very much. So I would agree. I would agree. Now I enjoy a really good charcuterie board because of just that. It's a great way to showcase what you've harvested, you know, this, this season, or even in the past, if you're kind of going, wow, I still have quite a bit of summer sausage, summer sausage left over from last season. I have you know, different meats, things like that. And I'm going, wow, I need to get this out of the freezer for the, for the new game to show up. This, I would say would be a great way to kind of give a showcase to what you've harvested in the past, but yet also burn up what's out in the freezer.
2: Absolutely. And what better time to pull it out, uh, you know, sharing some time with your wife or, uh, you know, You got football going on and all that good stuff. Oh, great uh, idea! Tailgate, tailgating.
0: I didn't even think about tailgating. Yes, bring one of these to tailgating. That's hell. Just throw
2: everything on the tailgate.
0: (laughs) You see, that's that's what we like—the bend. The version of the charcuterie board for the bend doesn't have to be a fancy platter or or plate or or a board or something that you throw this on even though they call it a charcuterie board. No, you can use whatever you've got handy.
2: Wrap that tailgate in some tin foil and just start throwing stuff down. There you go.
0: I love it. I love it. And you know, if you're if you have your Google out, you know, start googling what we're talking about you'll see too. other people have done just that i saw the other day somebody used their tailgate they did just that wrapped it with tinfoil and they didn't stick to just preserved meats they actually added in you know some barbecue pork some shredded beef you know added in some other stuff and i thought it was a fantastic idea
2: absolutely i mean it's uh, it's all up to your your imagination as far as that goes i mean uh I, I think that you know a couple different cheeses, a couple different meats, some fruit and vegetables, um, a great dipping sauce, and uh, Mickey's mustard. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> just I gave you a plug there, Sean. See, I helped Absolutely, you out. Absolutely, <laughs> thank you.
2: Um, but you know, the other thing with that is, you know, along with the mustard, there's there's so many. There's the sweet and salty stuff. You know, throw down some caramel or some uh, some chocolate, too, with your with your vegetables and fruits. Um, what you know, a, a lot great of idea. Like,
0: oh, my gosh. Yeah, a lot
2: of people were like, well, you need chocolate. Do it. Trust me. Fruits and vegetables. Yes, the mustard is good on fruits and vegetables. Um, we've got people using it on cantaloupe and watermelon and honeydew. And it, it does, it works. It's great with cheese. But you know, then again you go for your, your caramel or your chocolate, maybe with some salty nuts and and I mean there's so many things you can do, pretzels and just so many different things you can do. You can hit all the different taste buds uh, with a good charcuterie board.
0: Oh, you've nailed it right there. And now I'm sitting here going, Why didn't I put one together earlier today? So Tigger <laughs> and I could just graze on that all day. Because it really is a great item to bring to some of these events. Otherwise, if you're having these social gatherings, because if you're thinking about it, typically you're going to bring a preserved meat so it can sit outside out longer for everybody to enjoy. Same with the cheeses. Cheeses, typically you can sit out longer. I mean, don't quote me and come after me if if things turn quickly. But, you know, still (laughs) still be don't be putting it out in 100 degree heat, but These are typically items that you can have sitting out as you're all visiting and socializing and sharing your latest stories of your latest hunt or something like that. But I couldn't agree more. The sauces is a huge part. Uh, One of one other sauce that I love is honey. How simple is that? I love brie with some honey on it and brie is a cheese. Sean, do you have a tip? I don't know. I don't know how to tell people how to pair their meats and cheeses. Do you have any tricks for that?
2: Well, you know, there's, there again, there's so many different ways you can do it depending upon your taste buds. But you know, I, I think when you when you're looking at a at a charcuterie board, you know, you're gonna maybe a, a strong, a mild, and, and a soft cheese, like a brie. There you go. Um then when you start looking at like maybe a beef jerky or a summer sausage or a ring bologna, there's different varying spices there. So like a ring bologna is normally just a the meat bologna taste the the summer sausage you can get it with jalapeno you can get it with jalapeno cheddar i mean there's so many different styles there and then with the with like a beef jerky you can maybe get one of those thicker beef jerky so they're a little hard on the outside but they're they're more tender on the inside and then you've got those that are you know like a black pepper uh beef jerky or you know there's turkey jerky there's pork jerky there's all kinds of jerky that you could make I mean we even used to make rabbit jerky growing up so well absolutely
0: take your venison your jerky that you already have left over or or if you're thinking about getting some made just maybe keep this idea in mind even going into next year for season of a great idea to bring as a gift I mean charcuterie boards are great also (laughs) as a gift at Christmas time or those that you love you know I'm trying to help everybody out there as holidays are coming fast at us there's nothing we can do about it you might be thinking outside the box going what else could i bring to that next family event or the next christmas party i know you don't want to hear me saying that word but what could we bring and this is a great option for everybody thanks again sean for joining me on this topic be sure to hit up the Bend Show Facebook pages. I'll be sharing a couple of our favorite charcuterie boards that have been a hit. And for those wanting to try or add that amazing Mickey's Mustard to your next creation, be sure to beat the holiday rush and order at mickeysmustard.com. Ain't nothing like it. Stay where you are, folks. We make our final bend right after this.
1: Looking for a guided turkey, white-tailed deer, bow or rifle hunt, fully guided yet this fall? Yes. Look no further. Let Steve, Rob and the fine folks from Wablo Creek Outfitters make your hunt happen. Located in Southwest Missouri, Wablo Creek Outfitters offers turkey and deer hunts designed for tree stand and ground blind hunting for both bow and rifle seasons. All inclusive packages include comfortable bunkhouse style accommodations, farm fresh meals, and an experience that leaves you feeling like family. Yes. Now don't wait. A few spots for the fall 2021 remain, and now booking for 2022 spring and fall hunts. Visit Wabloke, spelled a little bit differently. That's W E A U B L E A U wablo creek or find us on facebook at wablo creek outfitters book your next adventure today wablo creek outfitters w-e-a-u-b-l-e-a-u
0: this is beck first i appreciate all of you for listening and making the bend part of your week many of you have asked how do i catch past episodes The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Our Bend Field staff are here with the latest. First, we head to Buckstorm Hunt outfitter Travis Teal with this to share about the Black Hills activity.
4: Hey, it's Travis from out here in the Black Hills of South Dakota. We have the first major cold front of September is coming. This is the time. This is going to set everything ablaze. The elk are going to fire back up. Deer are going to be on their feet again because there's been very minimal deer activity in the last, actually the last week or so it's been so warm. But uh, the wheels are about to come off. We're leaving for a one-week-long elk hunt, so I'm going to be off the grid for a while. But I'll uh, send in another update when we get back into service. But good luck to everybody. I know October 1 is opener in a lot of states. A bunch of the states are going to be out deer hunting. So expect to see some big buck pictures floating around the social media world here shortly and good luck to everybody get out there get this cold front get in your stand get in the field if you can or if you can't call in sick from work and get out there anyhow because it's time good luck everybody have a great day
0: thanks travis for that insight follow travis and buckstorm on social media by following at a with the circle buckstorm sd or catch buckstorm on youtube next past guest on the show pro fisherman terry huffmaster from florida left this update We've had a lot of fresh water from a lot the storms and rains and stuff like that, so the
4: fishing has been kind of difficult over the past um, actually four weeks, I'd say six weeks if not longer. But we got back in there about three weeks ago. The water and stuff has stopped pouring into the into the mouth of the ocean as fast as it was, so it's starting to go down. But Three weeks ago, we went and got on some very nice trout, got another 30-30. My husband got a a 28-and-a-half. We caught some other ones as well. Went the following weekend after another little storm front came through and was nothing but catfish. And then we went yesterday and actually limited out on our trout. We had to release um, several that was over the slot limit. We got on some reds, so it was a very nice day. Just hoping that things start picking back up. Water temperature around 83. So there's a quick report for the Big Bend area in North Florida. Talk to you guys later.
0: Thanks for the update, Terry. And congrats on recently being featured in the latest edition of Florida's Woods and Water magazine. Follow Terry Healthmaster on Facebook and on Instagram. Lastly, we head to the northwest part of the country. Sean Ayer from Toxic Calls. Our latest Ben Field staffer left this update.
2: little uh, weather
4: hunting and fishing reports a cold front moving in which is nice bringing a little rain we're still chasing walleye on the columbia and salmon uh on the columbia as well uh, duck season getting ready to kick off october 16th um so we're pretty excited about that We've got some work to do still to get ready for that but we're starting to see some birds moving in with these cooler nights uh and these pressure systems changing so appreciate it Look forward to the upcoming season. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Sean. Be sure to check out Toxic Calls on both Facebook and on Instagram for your waterfowl and turkey calls. Thank you, field staffers, as always. A huge thank you to everyone who came around the bend producer and sound engineer Jeff Tigger Earhart. Our guest, Sean McCoy from Mickey's Mustard. Be sure to give his mustard a try. Head to Mickey'sMustard.com. Our fan, Phyllis Pettiford from New Hampshire. Thanks again for reminding us all that. Fall mushroom hunting has begun. Our spotlight shout outs. Again, congrats to Ella Perkins, Ava Steiger, and Cambry Mose on filling their first rifle youth tags. Remember, if you have someone we should spotlight, send those pictures and stories to us. Way to go to the Bend Field staff. Great updates from across the U.S. this week from Buckstorm Hunts, Travis Thiel, our newest field staffers, Terry Huffmaster from Florida and Sean Ayer in Oregon from Toxic Calls. Those wanting to follow our field staffers, look them up on Facebook and on Instagram. If you have a field update from fishing to hunting to hiking or camping, call the hotline. 305-900-BEND. We want to hear what you are seeing out there. Again, that's 305-900-2363. As always, folks, keep sending us those hunting pictures, fishing, camping, hiking like we just said. We want to see those around the bend photos while you are out. We love seeing what you're all up to in the outdoors. Missed this episode. Remember, find all of our shows on the website, thebendshow.com. Thank you to our partners, Schneider Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram. Again, that's at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch back if you can next week on The Bend.